Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. can't sing i know but welcome to the grand illusion my name is josh that is jim price with just audio only tonight this is the red pill project daily dose that again was the band sticks from i believe their 1977 album the grand illusion and you want to talk about prophetic music jim that is one album man i'm telling you just rocking and by the way this year is the 50th anniversary of dark side of the moon by pink floyd that's a prophetic I mean, album I, itself. Oh my gosh! And I, I, I liked Pink Floyd, but I didn't really get why. And maybe it was feeding that little bit of rebellious strength to que- that strength to question things. I mean, really, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be that kind of way. When I really got older, I thought we were better than that. Yeah. And I, I had, and by the way, this lulled myself to sleep in a lot of ways. Now, I could tell you, I, I, I I've, I've told you, I've, I told you the story about my son's graduation. No, I don't I think you have. Story. Okay, so hey, by the way, uh, this show is brought to you by uh, My Pillow. Uh, look up My Pillow Two Point with Josh, uh, Red Pill Projects. <laughs> RPP is actually RPP. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, whatever that is. Uh, but anyway, no, because uh, I'm stealing your show, so I wanted to at least make you a little bit of money there because uh, <laughs> I know I know what production costs here. Um, so if you're not donating, hit the donate button for Josh. Uh, he's, you know, he needs a leg, and um, you know the the one he's got is an old piece of wood from a an old table he got on the side of the road. So we gotta get him a prosthetic that works and and work. It doesn't give him rashes. So everybody chip in for Josh. All right, Corporal so Clegg, um, you knew who Corporal Clegg was the Pink Floyd song. <laughs> yeah. Corporal yeah. Clegg had a wooden leg. See, there's all that stuff in the Pink Floyd thing. Well, anyway, I didn't know. I, I thought I was like into America. You know, I was really one. I was, I'm a disabled vet. If you play the national anthem, I'll cry. Right, it's me just too. who I am. Same I'm, here. I've always just get little choked up, stand there with lip, you know, quiver and lip, the whole thing, because I just believe in America so much. And I, and I, I did have that. I knew that about myself. When my son graduates from high school, he's 2013. He's already 18. And his mom flew in from Phoenix and, you know, and all this other stuff. And it's like, we got him through the finish line. Boom, success. You know, we out the door. And he's like, Dad, Mom says she'll, she'll pay for half a tattoo. Will you pay for the other half? And I said, well, if I see it, 
if I don't approve of it, I ain't paying for nothing. Right. I ain't doing it. And, you know, so I called him my buddy, Juan, down at Sailor Jerry's Tattoo. And I said, like, hey, man, my son's wanting a graduation tattoo. You got time today. He's like, bring him down right now. I'll do it myself. Well, we were friends uh, anyway. So he's like, yeah, get me down there. So I go down there. Jimmy's back there in the back. And, and he's just back there. And I'm waiting for him to come out with like a pickle or a hippopotamus or a hot air balloon. Something just stupid, right? Because he's, right. he's a teenager. He's got... You know, I'm graduating too. You know, I'm like, whatever. It's, you know, and uh, he comes, he's like, Dad, come back here. And so we go back in the back, and in two inch letters from, they were uh, shaded down on the bottom. It says, Don't tread on me from collarbone to collarbone. And I saw I pay for the whole damn thing. Now, somewhere along the line, I had taught my son enough to understand what don't tread on me meant because that was his very first tattoo, and it wasn't something goofy, it was prominent on his chest. That's kind of cool. So somewhere along the line, I was I was passing that on, right? Yeah, I mean that that was where, as a parent, you're kind of like, okay, I got that one right, checkbox, right? Checkbox. I get that victory. Now he's still, you know, a kid and <laughs> spent my money like a drunken sailor. You know, drunken sailors, Josh. Don't I, you? I, I do. I know. People. I know drunken sailors really well. <laughs> For anybody out there that's wondering why Jim is going on an epic rant, it's just because Jim's driving to Washington D.C. Uh, as media yeah. for CPAC, and he's like, hey, you know, I, I could I could use somebody to talk to on my drive. I'm like, well, I'm about to go live. He's like, send me oh, a yeah. link. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let, it. Let's have some fun. And, and you know what? My pillow like, 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> my pillow 2.0. Well, you know, I, I like when Jim joins me. We do a morning show together. We have a lot of fat, fun. But also, is Jim's got a very, very unique perspective when it comes to what's unfolding in the world and what's happening in the world. And, you know, tonight's show is called The Grand Illusion because I'm telling you that right now things are about to get weird. And they've been getting weird for well over the last year. And that we've been seeing what has been unfolding. And I, I keep on getting these messages, Jim. Jim, I keep on getting uh-huh. messages over and over and over again. You want to know what people are telling me? What's that? Josh. You were right. I can't believe it, but yeah. you, you, you've been right about what was happening. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to be right. I, I don't want to be right about oh, these things, yeah. right? Yeah. And I've, had, I've even had people apologize to me. Like, dude, I'm so right. sorry. I, like, I doubted you. Like, you know, I, I, I'm bad, right? And, you know, you abandoned yeah. Q and all this stuff. And I'm like, not really, but, you know, this is just you, – you have to be a realist in the time of extreme pessimism and optimism on the other side, right? The radicalization of yeah. both sides. You don't want – we can look at liberals as pessimists and, and conservatives as optimists. And you got to be somewhere in the middle in this moderate perspective. Yeah. And, and we have to watch how this stuff unfolds. And I'm telling you right now. Shit is about to get absolutely okay. weird where people are going to question the reality. We are they talked entering. about Zelensky's body double meeting Joe Biden. That one scene was the real guy and the other scene was the body double. Yep. That was a that was a mainstream media event. They talked about in the mainstream media about that. Like this is like a like the mainstream media is even saying it now. Like we can't even be the guys outside. I mean. Hey, I kind of took a little bit of pride when I knew that the mainstream media wasn't picking up these stories. But now I don't like the fact that they're getting involved. Right. Because now it's, it's going to be how do you keep people out of the mud, right? Because getting down in the wrong stories. Because they're kind of coming over and getting in our lane. Does that make sense? Before it, it was very discerning. Well, they have they're to. They're over there. We're over here. 
They don't blend. They have to. Right. And, and see, I just talked about this on the Earth Chronicles. We did part two of uh, uh, White Hats in, in the, the Q discussion that we've been having. Right. And we just did part two. And, and I explained why Q happened. And this was to take over the idea of information. This was to, to hijack the media back in control of the people. And this is where it's at. So the media, the mainstream media, they understand this now. So what they're doing is they're slowly shifting because they can't just red pill the shit out of people all, all, all of a sudden, right? right. They got to be very subtle about it. But also these ones that have been doing nothing but feeding these people propaganda and bullshit, they, they got to walk around their words and, and they got to be very careful how they do it. So we're seeing this transition, but if we look they're at- They're breaking glo- up without saying they're breaking up. They're just kind of moving right. away from what what is the broken method. I mean, they're losing billions of dollars of value. I mean, <laughs> they did. I mean, Disney's laying off what, 10, 20,000 because there's such a downturn against Disney. I mean, that's that's a big deal. Yep. That tells you guys something that you're moving. Whether you believe it or not, sometimes you don't feel like it when you vote with your money. What can you do? You can change. You can make you can force them. You can make your will happen. Right. And listen, today's Whiskey Wednesday. Whiskey helps. I got my shirt on. I got my whiskey. We're just having a drink or two or three. And I know Jim can't drink on whiskey Wednesdays, Wednesdays, but that's okay. I've been, um, been very, very focused the last few days trying to get things in order, but you know, I've been doing a lot of meditating. And one of the things that I realized, did you, did you practice blackout at your house today? Black? No, I didn't. I I practiced (laughs) some, uh, CQB, some close quarter combat, but, um, you know, I, I kind of grabbed my pistol, no magazine in it, and and walked around and cleared corners and that type of stuff. Um, but right. And that's something everybody should be doing. But, you know, I, I had yeah. a lot of time to think in the sense of the meditation and, and what is unfolding, unraveling within the world. And any way you look at this, we have what I call the multi-headed hydra. We have these these globalists that all sit at this table and they try to mm-hmm. basically uh, manipulate what happens next in the world, right? And not all of them agree and see eye to eye. So they've been at this kind of like silent war, the civil war, and they utilize human beings as pawns, nation states as pawns. And we're seeing this right. unfold and become more and more dynamic and kinetic. To where, you know, a lot of us believe that we're going to, you know, civil war, we're going to be going to world war, that there's going to be another pandemic, that the majority of humanity is going to perish. And I think that you're going to get all of those things. But I think it's going to be very weird as it happens in that I, I think that things are coming to the point where many people are going to question the reality. Because if you look at all of these things that culminate at the same time, Jim, they have a psychological right. effect on people. They have a very, very, um, I don't want to say negative psychological effect, but very disillusioned psychological effect on people, especially when you have this rampant overflow of information coming out all at the same time. Um, and so as more and more things become divulged, the truth comes up to the surface as people begin to realize that what they've been told about their life, their jobs, their country, the world, as what they've been told about the war in Ukraine and Russia, the pandemic, all these things. When they begin to realize that it was all a lie, they're going to question their own reality. They're going to question the yeah. basis of their truth. And when that happens, 
the world is going to get very strange. Well, at the, when you let go of the, the chains that bind you, right? The imaginary, I talk about this on my show. I mean, one of the intros that Preston Gillen, my uh, former co-host on the radio, he pulled these audio clips out and I said, we built the cages for ourselves. And mm. so what does it look like when you literally release yourself from a cage you built for yourself and everything is going to be different. Now, all the values and priorities completely shift the paradigm and all that stuff. So you think about an emotional timestamp, right? People don't change until it hurts, until there's an emo- there's you know loss of job, loss of life, loss of finances. I mean, there's there's usually a timestamp to make them hurt, right? They got to move in that direction. But when this goes off, it's all about the self-made cages, and then. People don't like to be made a fool of, and if they've been made, they if they've been made to make themselves the fool, how much of a knee-jerk reaction will it be to to cleanse from those that actually put you there or let you put yourself there? Right. Right. Well, yeah, and right there? yep, yeah. I'm here. I'm oh, here. by the way, uh, Hail Hydra too. By the way, Hail, Hail Hydra. Hydra. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, Sorry. and see, you this is the thing. When you say that on the show, you're like. The multi-headed Hydra. I mean, that's they told us in the DC and Marvel Comics series, right? I mean, they had these bad guys in there. They told us who the bad guys were. Yeah. We just weren't paying attention. Exactly so. right. And if we see how this is unfolding right now, I think that there is going to be a series of events that occur over the next two years. These events are going to culminate in potential kinetic world war global economic collapse, and a civil war here in the United States of America. Now, the civil war is not going to be, you know, the, the the Union lining up against the Confederates in lines and shitting our pants before the first line fires. No, no, no. It's not going to be anything like that. Um, but I also the think... More the clen- more, yeah. It'll be more like the cleansing, wink, wink, I, yeah. I think. I mean, well, I, I, but I have a yeah, feeling I, that when all that begins to happen... There's going to be some type of event that happens globally. And this event will be made to unify all the world's nations and forget about war with each other and our petty indifferences and begin to look upwards. Now, I don't think it's going to be Project Bluebeam. Are they going to do this? Oh, you don't think it's going to be the CGI thing? I don't think it's going to be Project Bluebeam, no. I think it's going to be Project Actual Real Thing. Now, I don't necessarily know if it's going to be... I don't know if it's going to be actual real alien entities. Well, I don't know if it's going to be actually real entities or if it's going to be something right. something completely different, breakaway space. I, I don't know. But I right. think one of the reasons we see a lot of this uh, this UFO talk, uh, UIAP, UAP stuff coming out right now is to prepare mentally people. I think that's oh, yeah. one of the reasons we had the balloon yeah. incident. Normalizing it. Yep, normalizing it. Yeah. Well, we are we are a funny little character, Josh. I mean, we act like we're all walking up right. We're bipedals, right? Oh, I got two feet on the ground. I'm on top of creation, looking down on. I mean, really, we're not we're not that smart. If we had, if we saw, even if I was driving down here, <laughs> so on, he uh, says, we uh, not that smart North here. <laughs> yeah, we not. We not we ain't got we ain't got nothing guys if I saw if I saw UFO right in front of me right now like real life one and I tried to describe it to you and I tried to comprehend that I probably wouldn't do a very good job of it 
just because it would overload my brain of really what we've seen in Independence Day over and over and over. Will Smith dragging the alien through the, you know, the sands uh, or the, the salt flats. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. I mean, if you really was in that situation, would you act that brave? Well, how about this? Did you see the so video from St. Louis yesterday? Of the, uh, the the one black guy who was loading his weapon. Oh, and he was, yeah. And he shot the bum yeah. in the head. But then you had the one guy filming like he's putting the magazine in right now. Now, who watches that? Right. Doesn't call the police. Doesn't yeah. stay up, stand up and go, hey, dude, with no magazine or bullet in your gun, put that down and get away from here. Hey, homeless guy, come with me and get away from this crazy dude. Like, yeah. who, who doesn't? blindness, man. And then he's all shocked. Paradigm oh, my God, he blindness. killed him. Like, what did you think he was going to do? Yeah. Like, you, you think complicit. he was, like, you loading his gun to give the guy it. five bucks? Right. This is, he was complicit in the crime. You didn't yeah. stop the crime. You didn't report the crime. I mean, yeah. you filmed it happening. I mean, there is a, there is laws against that. The, there is, and there I is. hope the guy goes to jail for that. Because you know what? If I was there, and, I, and many people say this, but not even people would act on it. I would have absolutely acted on that. I would have absolutely 100% acted on that. Where's your humanity? I mean, just being a human being to another human being. And that, I think we've lost a lot of that skill though, Josh. We have, man. There's a lot of people out there. They're just so paradigm blind. They're so blind to the, to all the tragedy around them. They are asleep to that. Yep. I mean, the sad part, I mean, that's somebody's uncle or brother or son that just, just lost his life or that what? So some dude goes getting three hots in a cot for the next 30 years, defending himself from executing an individual in the back of the head. Well, I haven't even seen a motive yet. Nobody's even seen a motive yet. Oh. See, that's the whole other thing. Did they catch the guy? Oh, yeah. They caught him like an hour later. Yeah, people were on Twitter saying, this is fake. It's not real. It's it's a deep fake. And we're like, dude, the dude was arrested. They're like, oh, my bad. Like, what? I don't know, man. It, I, I, I posted a thing uh, showing pennies as washers. And I said, follow me. You know, instead of buying an eight cent washer, just use a penny. And it was a kind of a play on the words that basically our, our currency is worthless, right? Right. And there's people on the gone, oh, that's defacing currency. Why would I use that, uh, you know, that copper as a washer? I use zinc washers. I'm like, what do you think a penny is? It's zinc. And the only reason the penny exists is because the zinc lobbyist pay millions of dollars a year to keep the penny alive hmm. because they make money making pennies. But the joke of it was our currency so worthless you can use it as a washer because washers cost eight pennies or a penny cost a penny. And people were so dense to miss that. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you like working so hard not to see this? <laughs> but there we are. Definition of our country. Right? I think I found some new washers. <laughs> <laughs> Got a project uh, sitting old, over there right now, and I'm like, washers? Yeah. Just saved myself you can, you 87 cents. Yeah. I mean, you get self-tapping screws, you know, or just punch, you know, you got a drill press, pop, 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 pop. You got eight washers. They were a penny a piece instead of you going down to Lowe's, and they were actually the right diameter instead of being some odd, weird crap you can't ever find in them drawers anyway. Who designs that stuff? It's like <clears throat> who, dry, who it's designs like a math what? Problem. All those drawers that don't ever match. You can't find the bolt or washer or the nut you're looking for. <laughs> it's like, oh, 
Okay, well, we better get into some news. That was a rant. So so going back to the Grand Illusion, and I'm saying right now, I've said this before to my audience. I've said this before on other people's shows. You are seeing a charade, okay? Republicans and Democrats are nothing more than the left and wing of the same bird. Republicans are playing you right now. Look, I, I get the Freedom Caucus. I think that they're good people. I think that there there's some out there that are genuinely patriots of this country and love freedom or are trying to restore the republic. But the majority of this, okay, is nothing but smoke and mirrors. And so when we start seeing things come out like, oh, you know, like today, there was some there was I think some fake news that was coming out today about Jim Jordan, how he uh, how Ray Epps had uh, flipped. And Ray Epps was going to uh, testify against January against the FBI. There, there's no substantiation right. of this. Nobody can find the Jim Jordan video where he's saying this, right? But we did have some information. Oh, did you hear they, they just voted unanimously in the Senate to release all of the uh, COVID stuff? Well, that's what I was about to get sorry. to. Is oh, Josh sorry, Hawley sorry. tonight released that tonight the Senate unanimously passed my bill to declassify all the intelligence the government has on COVID origins, let the people see the truth. Now, think about this in the timing. Republicans have been funding the war in Ukraine and are all against Russia. China has come out and said that they are going to support Russia if the peace talks with Zelensky fail. The United States war in China, don't do that or we will release intelligence. Friday, the Department of Energy releases a bit of intelligence about the COVID origins. This mimics exactly what the Five Eyes intelligence agencies said in March 2020 that the COVID origins came from China, which China vehemently denied. Why would China release a virus 100 yards from the lab that apparently created it? Makes no sense whatsoever. Okay. So now... All of a sudden, the U.S. China's threatening to, to join Russia in Ukraine. The U.S. says, we're going to release intelligence. We come out with this intelligence from the DOE saying, low confidence, but pretty sure that, that, uh, the, that China leaked the virus. And now Josh Hawley's like, we well, let's get to the bottom the of this. We're just as culpable. Well, Josh Hawley's now saying, let's declassify it all. Because there's a classified report from the DOE. And I said when this declassified report from the DOE comes out, it's going to show conclusively that it came from China. Well, guess what? It didn't come from China. It came from freaking Ukraine. It came from various other biolabs around the world. This was created and ran by the Department of Defense. Now, why is this coming out now? Go to the other part. Tom Rents. You have everybody else there in the, in the Freedom Fighter Coalition. Okay? It's being reported everywhere. That where are the origins of COVID-19? The DOD, who ran the program since 2019 before COVID was ever released? The Department of Defense, Ukraine Biolabs, China, Ukraine. This is where it started. The Department of Defense, DARPA, has been Ukraine running this really program. Was. Yeah, and this evidence is coming out, and Russia's even put evidence out there of this specifically. And so what's happening now? Oh, well, China did it because we don't like China because they're going to give Russia guns, ammo, missiles, and, and supplies. Oh, so let's just blame COVID on China. Realize the name Ukraine in your ear four years ago or whatever, six, five years ago when, when Nancy Pelosi had to impeach him for his Ukrainian call. Look how we've normalized our conversation with Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you got to give somebody some credit there, right? That's right. So what do we see here? We see a smear campaign being developed by the falsification of intelligence directed towards China coming directly out of Senate Republicans, congressional Republicans and Democrats, the Department of Energy, and it's going to be also the Department of Defense. And they're going to blame it on China. Well, what what are the implications for China on this? Sanctions globally, UN investigations, retributions paid to all countries affected, their economy is absolutely going to collapse. And guess what? They won't be able to support so Russia. How confiscate all their stuff. This, this is how you stop them from joining Russia in Ukraine, as well as stop them from invading uh, uh, Taiwan. But guess what? You have ramifications of this. After World War I, the League of Nations swept in and basically started reclaiming German land in uh, in the name of retributions that they had to pay to the global community for waging the war on the global community. Germany didn't like this. They also had sanctions. Germany had to pay back trillions of dollars back to the global community. Well, instead of doing that, what they did is they, they elected some dude by the name of Adolf Hitler. He formed a massive army and ah, started saying, fuck you, Europe. I'm going to come after you. And he was funded by... He was funded by the Dutch monarchies. Okay? Oops. And his, po- his, per- his point was actually to go into Eastern Europe and begin taking over the old Ottoman Empire in Russia, but he ended up losing that, got pushed back. That's when they started the barrage on, uh, on Western Europe, especially when the Americans got involved. But what happened? They, were, they put him into a tight corner by restricting their economy. Sanctions, retributions, these types of things. And they went to war. What do you think China's going to do? Exactly the same thing. This is, this is nothing more than another move to speed up World War III. Did we lose Jim? Yeah. No, oh. I'm here. I'm oh, here. Okay. No, I, I agree. I mean, I agree with that absolutely. We've got um, the, the, you know, old Hitler. Got to blame that guy for everything, right? The whole dysfunction of NATO and all the other stuff in the UN and oh wait, oh wait, we reorganized the Middle East and all these little puzzle pieces we all screwed with because oh, that was Germany that did that. Oh, big bad people. But really, I mean, think about how much we've been manipulated just in those World War One and Two. Stalin and Mao killed a hundred million people out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, everything, all this stuff is an illusion, but Josh, the illusion is everything from our Christianity to our calendars, to our time zones, they're Ooh. all plays on us. He who controls time controls the people. Well, that, that's why so they that, call it his story. <laughs> oh, the patriarchal. Amen. Well, you know what? We had an election the last night. Of your honor. Yeah, well, we had an election last night, Jim. Oh. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice will not be returning uh. to Chicago. Oh, walleye. I'm going to miss her. Walleye. I'm going to miss her when she's gone. What else am I talk about? Oh, Laura? Oh, Laura Lightfoot, where are you going? She'll be on CNN. You watch. They'll have the walleye doing the walleye vision there on the weather radar. Yeah. And uh, that's well, really I'm just curious that's to me. see. That's not nice to walleyes. I'm just curious to see how these ne- <laughs> this next progressive or liberal mayor that comes into Chicago what they actually do, if they can actually begin to clean up the streets of Chicago. Now, there's a white guy, and I guarantee you, he's backed by the mob. 
Okay. And so I'm curious. Well, he's, he's big pro cop. And he's big pro cop. And he was he was actually elected as the head of the Chicago schools by former Mayor Daly, which Daly was mob, 100% mob. And, uh, he, right. and Daly would have been more conservative than today's liberals. But I, I'm telling you, I think that guy's going to win. And when he does win, he's going to clean up Chicago. Yeah, but they're going to do it in their way. And it, you know, there'll always be someone that's mad. But you know what, Josh, though? You know how you clean up? You know how you clean up this earth? You put fathers back in the home, man. I thought you were gonna say. Uh, uh, I thought you were gonna say a bioweapon vaccine. No. Well, we already, we already did that. We're <laughs> we're moving to phase two, man. Oh, that, okay. That's old. Last year, that's we well, we already did. That's played out. That's so that's 2020 the to 22, dude. <laughs> we lost three years of our life to that. We're fine. We're moving on. We're we're adjusting. Uh, you know the new the new world, right? Well, you, but, you know she blamed no, it on racism and sexism. Because I'm a black woman. Oh, no, it's not. It's I lost to a black and a white guy. I blame it on Oreo. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Come on, man. You know, there was actually like five people that won more Ahead of than her. she did. Right. And she was, yeah, yeah. So, no, no, sweetheart. I don't care. You, you can, I mean, let's just go, yeah, you got to have curb appeal too, buddy. You got to, you really do. You got to be okay looking for, well, Federer throws that off. Never mind. Never mind. Chicken salad sandwich. How's he doing anyway? Did you get you sent him a card yesterday? Uh, Uncle Fester. Chicken salad sandwich over there, in Pennsylvania. Uncle, Fe- Uncle Fetterman. Yeah. yeah. Still, we still <laughs> haven't seen him. We haven't heard anything from him. Um, I'm not sending him he's anything. Fine. I, he's I don't. Fine. I don't think he's alive. I think he's dead. He, I think he's, he's dead or brain dead. You know, it's just. Yeah, he is. Well, his wife probably fentanyled him or something. She's she took off to another country. Well, and that's one of the reasons why, psychologically, I think that she knows he's brain dead. I think he had another stroke, and he's he's brain dead. And I think that she knew that, and that's why it was pointless for her to go to the hospital. So they just went on a retreat to kind of mourn him. Yeah, it's dirty. Yeah. Well, how do you make up a clone like that? I mean, those aren't the clones you make every day, right? We can't get this mixture right. Oh, well, how God. the hell did they make this one? I can't find any of these ingredients. Uh, yeah, what is this? These don't go together. What? God damn it, how Jim! I'm, a, I'm an engineer, quicker? not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I'm not a scientist. I don't want to find answers that are unknown to me. Right. You know what? What? A, hey, what a slight on real scientists now that we don't follow the science. We can't follow the science anymore because those are called themselves scientists are actually losers and liars. So that's a whole nother level of, of uh, smoke and mirrors, right? Right. So what do we call people that are actually want to do scientific discovery now? I mean, um, how do you qualify Conspiracy that? theorists. say a, a doctor's worth it. Conspiracy oh, theorists. Oh, well, I'm an MD. I'm an MD. I'm, I'm a first-year MD. Uh, in, uh, I'm, I'm just saying I'm entry-level. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've been pushing the envelope pretty hard lately. I really am kind of tired of holding back. So, so I, I asked you about real. I, mean, I asked you about things. this earlier. Go I ahead. asked you about this earlier. Tracy yeah. Beans had posted uh, her research on the Arizona car- cartel corruption in public officials. 
Um, I read right. through her research. I have n- I've read through the documents that she posted. I have not done my own research okay. on this matter, but it's beginning to okay. look like our speculation that this was um, a-, a nothing burger and kind of like over-exaggerated and possibly the workings of disinformation are very, very true. And so I, I basically I posted on Twitter right here, bring this up for everybody. Great fed uh, by Tracy on the controversy in Arizona. It is appearing that John Thaler is a narcissist and pathological liar who has absolutely zero credibility. I like the approach that Tracy took here and the information all public for anyone to review. Evidence, evidence, evidence. So you're going to make damning accusations like this. You better have crossed your T's and dotted your I's. Most of the information proclaimed here by Mr. Thaler is speculative at best. Wendy Rogers was right to dismiss this and say to go to the authorities. The accusations involve murder, where apparently John knows exactly where the body is buried. This would be an easy piece of evidence to show to validate some claims. Yet nothing. Seems John Thaler is a vindictive narcissist who probably suffers from some mental disorders. I could be wrong, but you decide. And I could be wrong. Absolutely. But if you read into the actual report, it seems that uh, the burger woman is his girlfriend. And so th- there seems to be, and none of the story adds up. He's making um, basically blanket accusations with absolutely no substantiated evidence other than his own word. He's been caught in lies many times through the court system. So it, it's, and here's the thing is, he said to his wife that he'll make this all go away if she just um, pays him the money. And so it seems to be more like extortion than anything, if not. So the fact that this was brought in front of the Arizona Senate on election fraud, oh, this is this is major problems. This really does discredit everything that people have been working towards. And, uh, yeah, I, I, this is why I tried to stay as far so away from this as possible. was it purposeful? Um, you think it was done purposeful to discredit the movement? I think that it got into the Senate hearing purposefully to discredit the whole election fraud movement because they knew that it was falsified, basically led another senator to believe that it was real and had that person testify, which completely is discrediting everything. That's why Wendy had the response that she did. And so it is a wild story. Read it. But when you start reading it, you start realizing that that little thing that I always say, never believe anything anybody says unless you can prove it, comes into play. In that this guy is just making just accusation after accusation with no substantiation of evidence. They talk about the bankruptcies, right? The bankruptcies that were falsified and all the mortgage and stuff, right? These are real people. They really do exist and they really did go through that in their life. So he lied about them being false entities. So, yeah. There's there's some major problems with all of that. And this is why I try not to touch these things until other people have vetted it. Unless I'm going to vet it myself. Right. And I, I really didn't want to jump into it too much. So, Jim, did you hear about uh, Justin Bieber? No. I, I don't... Uh, I- I just got on the heartbeat of uh, Justin. <laughs> Be 
so vaccinated Justin Bieber cancels his 2023 tour dates because of persistent face what? paralysis issues. Oh, that's fine. That's normal. That's part of your. That's just part of growing up, big boy. He might be getting facial hair. Maybe that's what it is. Dude, are these vax people going to start growing tails? We're going to start calling them Hanuma. You know, I wouldn't. You 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 cracked your DNA open, man. What do you What do you think it's going to do to you? I mean, come on. No. Yep. What are you doing? That's not. Why do we think that we need to be able to do this to each other? Why is? Did you hear about that? Uh, a hundred million doses of vaccination through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has gone into wildlife. Wait, say that again. A hundred million doses of a hundred million mRNA doses mm-hmm. have gone. Doctor Artis was talking about this with uh, the Diamond and Silk Girl. Um, that a hundred million doses have been put into wildlife through the Bill and Melinda Gates. Uh, foundation, um, hundred million mRNA vaccinations have gone into the wild. Wow! This is a real thing. This is absolutely. <clears throat> it was reported within the hunting magazines. The hunting magazines talked about it openly, but it never hit the mainstream. Doctor Artis was just talking about this this week. <laughs> well, it so, doesn't surprise well, me. I mean, guys, uh, it, it doesn't surprise me one bit. Also, MIT launched uh, that those those uh, those metals into the atmosphere to block out the sun. Uh, just last year, Bill Gates off the coast yeah. of Florida launches uh, genetically modified mosquitoes. Like I said, this Did is about to get California weird. Too? You know what's going to you know what's going to happen is they're going to create an unwoke AI, and this AI is going to start assessing the whole world situation and be like, "What is wrong with you people? <laughs> like, what?" Don't right. do that. That's dumb. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. And the AI is going right. to talk to the other AIs, and they're going to be like, these people are stupid. Like, and then the AIs are going to come about right. and say, I think we should get rid of them and run the planet ourselves. Okay. And then Skynet's born, yeah. and the Matrix happens. What? What? Uh, yeah, then we have the, oh, no, the Matrix happens, and then we have the Terminator um, with the chick with the tank top that's going to save us all. Hey, um, you hear about the neon depletion we have? The neon depletion. The shortage on neon. What? what, what ne- like Dodge yeah. neons? Yeah, yeah, we're we're all missing them. We're missing those little turds in the punch bowl, aren't we? Boy, on Dodge. There's neons. a shortage of 1996 <laughs> Dodge neons out there. Oh, <laughs> uh, but they're plastic, so they last forever. Now they're now hearts, they're you know, you know the ones with the plastic uh, uh, duct tape bumpers are now going for 50k because of the shortage. Oh yeah, the doors were plastic. The Saturns and the neons. Oh, those were the days, boy. Yeah. When they really try, they just really tried to go bad. Hey, I know. Uh, what neon does is it focuses the light rays while they go ahead and make semiconductors and uh, in the laser process. But we're running low on neon because it's part of steel manufacturing, which is now being shut down in Russia, which Russia was a, one of the largest suppliers of neon in the open market. Mm-hmm. Hey, but that's fine. We're just going to pick and choose what you put semiconductors into. Well, and, and our steel out. our steel refinery factories are blowing up in Ohio. I mean, you had two fires there in the last two weeks, just one today. <laughs> Um, then you had uh, another production Gosh, facility that in happens. Florida. That's yep. Yeah, that's normal. Oh, that's I mean, normal. Just everyday stuff. Yeah, there's fires yeah. all the time, guys. Just wildly, 
Wildly burning down manufacturing facilities. Ah, there's Formal. nothing there. Yeah, oh. you know, the World's Fair. They just tore that yeah. down, too. You know, it's not a coincidence that Bill Gates <laughs> just on. happens to be part owner. In a, yeah, Bill Gates just happens to be part owner in a company that's an hour away from East Palestine. And that company just happens to be buying up government land that has old, uh, old iron <laughs> and coal mines on it. And East Palestine is riddled with these coal mines and iron mines. And it, interesting enough is that Norfolk Southern Railroad was in an agreement to buy $1.6 billion worth of 375 miles of track from Cincinnati Southern Railroad and all the acreage of land that surrounds it in East Palestine, including all the mines. And now all the farmer's fields and the mines and the land by the oh. railroad tracks are all contaminated, which means that the families are probably going to sell that land off at very cheap pennies for the dollar. And some corporation's going to come well, in and the buy FEMA it. FEMA will come in. FEMA will come in and pour money all over it. We're yeah. going to pay for it. Totally normal, you know, America. Nothing to see here. Yeah, Nothing to see we're here. We're going to write you a big fat check. Yeah. You know, I mean, the thing is, you pay these people to move away, but the problem is, is you, you, why couldn't you just be nice about it? Why did you have to destroy lives? I mean, seriously, um, why did we do this, Josh? I mean, because it, it it's zero easier sense. and it's cheaper land, Jim. That's why. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I killing people is not easier for me. <laughs> well, it's easier for them. It's easier for a hey. psychopath. Right. If I make a pizza out of fake ingredients or I make a pizza out of real ingredients, the labor is the same. Just the cost of good is different. But wouldn't I sell more pizzas if I the saved pizza was seventeen just cents by switching my pizza to synthetic meat. <laughs> you know synthetic meat is you know that the fake meat it's just cancer. It's plant cancer. That's all it is. Oh, do you, do you, is it come in grape flavor? That'd be great. Gross, it it comes in tumor and uh, <laughs> tumor flavor. <laughs> oh, tumor again. I don't like tumor on Tuesdays. Tuesday tumors. Oh, man. That's a show. Oh, that's great. Josh, you're the best. Tuesday tumors. That's that's what we <laughs> Well, we actually had a good show this morning on the Dark Delight Show where we talked about a lot of these various different suppressed uh, treatments and these types of things. It was actually a really good show where we discussed that. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Ben no, and stuff good, like that. Man. Yeah. That was good. I... <sighs> ben Fen. Oh, the days of Fen Fen? Yep. Fen Fen. Not Ben Are you talking about Fen Fen? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm yeah. here. Jim, can you hear me? Go about... back to sleep, America. Your government loves you. They're here to protect you. They have your best interest in mind. We're going fine. to take care of you. Listen to the CDC. Listen These to the FBI. The Listen to Congress. We're going to help you, America. <clears throat> these these agencies aren't the ones you're looking for. Go back. You're fine. Yeah. America. Uh, yep. And, and on that note, let's Did I tell let, you about the whole. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. But, no, go ahead. What was I say about the 9-11? Uh, we talked about the, the, the guy. Remember that one-eyed shaman guy that drove the van down underneath the World, War, uh, the World, World Trade Center and then blew it up? Did I tell you about that? That was just the seismic testing for 9-11 because they were able to go in and set that was in 1991 or between 1991 and 1993 the fbi hired 
a yeah. third party to run, take part in an exercise that mimics a terrorist attack of explosives <laughs> underneath the World Trade Centers by driving a van underneath with fake explosives in it. Except they didn't tell the guy who was driving the van that they put real fucking explosives in the van. And he was charged oh, as a terrorist. Details. Details, Josh. You're semantics. Yep. You're just getting way, way off. It was a test. It was not specifically tied but what do to you know about it, Jim? Why don't you tell me? What do you know yeah. about it? <laughs> well, you know, okay, you realize it was an exoske- concrete exoskeleton building with a uh, concrete uh, elevator shaft, which means it was two buildings in one. So the building on the inside, which was the elevator shaft, then tied into the exter- exoskeleton of the outside building, it four times the strength of the building. So it was 400% stronger than any other standard building of the same size. Mm. But the same b- the buildings were bankrupt for, you know, what, five, six times before they finally tore them down. It was just a controlled demolition, and they didn't want to pay the insurance claims on the destruction of the, the buildings near it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're, you're talking about September 11th when we moved forward quite a few years, and a guy by the name of Larry Silver yeah. um, was actually propositioned uh-huh. by Rudy Giuliani, the mayor of New York City. To purchase the Twin Towers because New York City just didn't have the capital to sustain them anymore. And they rather sell them at a high discount to some real real estate developer who could take them in and renovate them because they were riddled with asbestos. Okay. And so Larry Silver comes in and goes, hey, look, you know, I will do this. And I think he bought them for like $50 million. They were valued at $1.1 billion. He bought them for like $50 million. But immediately in August of 2001, he went out there and got a massive insurance policy after the purchase from New York City. The insurance policy was totaling, I think, about $1.1 billion, $1.7 billion. Okay? They had a company come in about a week before September 11th and do um, elevator maintenance as well as an assessment on the asbestos. (laughs) The company just happened to be owned. Okay, by a uh, uh, by. Okay, the company just happened to be owned by another company that ran the security at the World Trade Center, who I believe is Brown and Associates or something like that, which just happens to be the cousin of George Walker Bush. No joke. Like, yes. Whoa. They had full access to all the elevator shafts. Within both of the World Trade Centers for over three days. Then September 11th happened. That's fine. That's fine. No conspiracy. Go back to sleep, America. Your government loves you. We would never lie to you. We have your best interest in mind. Do you think they got the little flashy thing from uh, Men in Black? Do you think they really have that technology? They're flashing us, the little flashy thing. Um. No, I I don't think they have that. They have to go in through the butt. The with the pro- they have to go in through the butt with the anal probes. <laughs> that that what makes makes more sense to me. Nobody seems to rem- no one seems to remember anything but the anal probe. Like then they put something in my butt and that I don't remember anything. Right? Like think about it. They put something in my butt. Yeah. Then I don't remember anything. Oh yeah. It, it, after the anal probe, you forget everything. Well, it must be some deep trauma. Yeah. No, that's well, just your memories are stored in your gut. 
Memories are stored in your gut biome. That's all it is. All right, we touched on Justin Bieber. And uh, Dr. Marty Macari, right. two leading virologists, told Dr. I Fauci Justin on Bieber, his... I did not touch... I know. Two leading virologists told Dr. Fauci on his emergency call in January 2020 when he was scrambling soon after learning that the NIH was funding the lab. They both told him that the lab, that the leak of the virus came from China. China. Now they got all the, the professionals coming out, all the FDA and CDC and people coming forth and saying, we told right. Fauci, we told everybody it came from China. Why? Because now you have to confirm and validate the propaganda evidence that you are putting China. out there. This is what's going on. I'm telling you, I am spot on on this fucking assessment of what's happening right now. It never made Don sense Boss if this came from China. Asked... What's that? Go ahead. Right. No, I get it. Why does Donbass keep coming up? Donbass. Why is that? Like, that keeps popping up. For me, over and over and over and over again, what's going on in Donbass? Where is that? Well, Donbass is where the fighting is actually happening. That's that's literally so that's the fighting in is that Ukraine. Where the Nazi stronghold is that? That's the one that they were attacking. So, starting in 2014, uh, with the rise of the Azov and other different um, um, Nazi uh, neo-Nazi battalions. That is where the fighting actually began. They started shelling, okay? They started shelling the Ukrainians uh, that lived in the Donbass and the Lunesk regions. And these are primarily Russian, um, Russian genealogy, Russian people, okay? And uh, they started shelling right. them, bombing them, using chemical and biological weapons on them, murdering them in the streets. They killed over 14,000 people in yeah. less than like eight years. And this is what Putin brought to the United Nations. They said they wouldn't stop, that there is a, a Nazi incursion within Ukraine. And this is why he went in and began right. to separate the Donbass region from Ukraine after they all voted to leave. So kind of th think about right. this, is that Go to Oregon. Is there, is there artifacts or something there? What is that? Well, we'll, we'll talk about that part. We'll talk about that in people. a second. We'll talk about that in a second. But imagine oh. this for a second. Go to Oregon right now where those, those counties right. want to leave and go to Idaho. Okay? Imagine if, like, the, the state of Oregon was committing tyranny and oppression on those counties. Like voter suppression or something like that where their vote didn't really matter because they were stealing elections. And those people said, hey, look, we don't want to live here anymore. We're going to vote. And they voted to leave Oregon. And they go to the country next to them, Idaho or Russia. And Idaho says, sure, you can join us. And Idaho votes. And they say, yeah, you can join us. And Oregon says, no, we're not letting you go. And Idaho says, you better fucking let them go or we're going to go to war. <laughs> That's what's happening right now right. in Ukraine and Russia. Okay. Now, potentially, right. there there has been report of a a pyramid that was uncovered in the Donbass region, uh -huh. kind of like one of those pyramids from Oops. the old mud floods, you know, completely covered in yeah, green yeah. Well, and grass yeah. and trees, just right. like so. It is. Not, it's been, by the way, this country. Mounds. They're not. Yeah. they're not pyramids. They're just. 
This country is very close to Bosnia, where they had the Bosnian pyramid. But apparently one of these pyramids were discovered. And what I heard on the grapevine was that inside of this pyramid was found a Stargate, a working Stargate. Now, I don't know. This is speculation, right? There's no evidence. Yeah. And that the United States, since they were already there and had deals and relationships with them, Donald Trump, all this stuff was apparently trying to get it, okay? And Russia's like, "Uh uh-uh, we're going in and getting it. So this is kind of one theory, speculative theory about all this. Right. No, I get it. That's – well, see, that's why I keep wondering, like, is there – like, there's there's something more here. It's not just war. You know, because war is one thing, right? Yeah, you know – you killed my, you know, you killed my brother, you know, whatever, right? That's war. But there's something else that just seems like, why is it that they were trying so hard to support or maintain this ground for Ukraine? You follow what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. It's not just a typical, you know, one gang fighting the other gang. This is a little bit more than that. The stakes seem higher. And so the, the, the Stargate effect or the Indiana Jones effects makes more sense to me. Like I said, I think shit's about to get weird. <laughs> hey, by the way, I did like your organ voice. You you guys can't go anywhere or whatever. It sounded very salty. A very very fisherman, right? The George Gordon, the Gordon fisherman there. Good job. Yeah. I don't know, just giving you shit. Um <laughs> anyway. No, I think it's great. So enjoying it. House Foreign Affairs Committee advances bill to ban TikTok. What are your, what are your thoughts on this? Come on, man. I love TikTok. I Come think, on, I think TikTok's man. Great. Leave TikTok alone, man. I do. I I hate that. I don't know why. I mean, I'm told I, I have to hate it because it's China. Yep. But um, I do get a lot of truther shit on there. I so, really do. The, so, the the actual yeah. rumor, and this comes from a Silicon Valley insider that was on Joe Rogan's podcast. And this guy is multi-rich right. in Silicon Valley. Is that the big tech companies yeah. lost billions upon billions of dollars in advertisement revenue to TikTok. Okay? Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Google... They were losing so much money to TikTok and they could not replicate its algorithm. So what they did is they hired lobbyists to go to Washington, D.C. and states to basically ban TikTok from the United States, saying that it was promoting Chinese propaganda and that it was stealing U.S. users' data. Here's the key about the data that TikTok gathers. It's no different than the data that Google, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter gather from you and sell on the open market. TikTok is doing the same exact thing. They're just pissed that they're taking their billions of dollars of revenue. And they have (laughs) succeeded in shutting down TikTok through politicians. That's the power of the fucking lobby. Bunch of babies. You know, build a better product, Facebook. You've been out there for 20 years. You'd think you'd have that figured out by now. I mean, seriously, Facebook is a turd. I mean, it really is. How many times you got to sit there and wait for things to load? It doesn't work right. The functions, this and that. They're too busy trying to be woke and, you know, censor you. 
instead of just fixing the crap that's wrong. I mean, why is that a thing? I mean, why, why can't we get better? Why don't they have a customer service number? Seriously. Yeah. Are you guys that broken that you can't even bother to put together a 1-800 number? <laughs> well, hey, I just, I, I just got, I just I got, um, a, uh, a check mark on YouTube. So they just hit one of my videos on YouTube. Okay. Now the video on YouTube really? that they hit for COVID misinformation. Okay. Th- this kind of got to me. Cause I'm like, uh, right. what did you just say? Like I, my, 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 firstly, my YouTube profile is all about specifically fringe conversations on the fringe. Okay. So basically every conversation I have on there is nothing about COVID-19 vaccines or anything. The video that they hit was my interview with a guy by the name of Mark Shaw about the JFK assassination. In this video, COVID-19, the vaccine is not mentioned once. And they just hit me on it. And I appealed it. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to come back and say, too bad. Yeah, and I, Mark yeah. Shaw is an older dude. You know, well, do we don't talk about those things. Where you, you turn, yeah, but how do you, how do you build a business model where you turn customers away purposely and piss them off? What what kind of business model is that? Well, I thought it, the whole idea of these platforms was to get as many users as possible to create traction for uh, uh, advertising revenue, right? I guess not. I, I guess they really don't give a shit. I mean, you know, they've turned away <laughs> I mean, massive well, amounts. Well, government agencies then. Well, well, they have, a, what's his name? The one dude that's producing the videos for the kids on how to act and social justice and stuff. Darman. They got Darman. They're good. Oh, the they got Darman and Mr. Beast. They're fine. Yeah. They'll survive. But you know what needs to happen now is, yeah, we have Rumble, but we need a competitor to rise up that's actually a legitimate competitor to them. I'm not saying Rumble is. I I like Rumble, but Rumble has massive favoritism. So for people out there who don't know is that Rumble has a group of developers that play with their algorithm. What they do is they go out there, they reach out to various different podcasts that they like, and they promote them over other shows. Without anybody paying anything. Yep. And, and I think that that is highly biased yep. and bullshit. Because how about this? I know losers, man. I'm literally on one channel that does that. <laughs> and they told me how it works. <laughs> so I know Rumble does it. Nice. And that's bullshit. I, I think that yep. it, that's like that's like Kevin McCarthy giving all that footage to Tucker Carlson and not giving it to anybody else. Right. Let your yeah. let your let your algorithm run and let what the people want to watch go out there. Don't try to control the fucking narrative. Are they to... Is the J six release through the Senate vote unanimous thing to try to take away the power of Tucker? So if they go and they declassify it through the judicial or through the Senate, um, then it takes away the the exclusivity of what Tucker has, right? No, so I think what sense. they're... Oh, no, so, that was the COVID stuff. Never mind. No, no, those are J6 and COVID. Right, no, yeah, so yeah, sorry, what, sorry. what I, just happened I, with I, J6 is that, is that McCarthy came back and said, hey, look, we're locking up this footage. 
uh, Tucker has to request clips of various right. footage in order to utilize it. And this happened because the Gateway yeah. Pundit and yeah. other media organizations are suing Kevin McCarthy for violations of the First Amendment for only releasing that footage to Tucker Carlson in the first place. That's why. Right. That's my perspective on it. Yeah, I, I, but I blended the two stories. That was the January 6th and the COVID-19. I forgot COVID-19 yeah. was a Senate release. So I, sorry, I was getting a little wishful thinking there. Sorry. So li- we still have refugees. We have we have prisoners of war. So listen to this comical you know fucking that, right? irony. Because they are on listen to this comical irony, right, Jim. Diversity, equity, and inclusion leaders right. who were hired in waves to help companies achieve their ethnically balanced workforce after George's Floyd's murder in 2020 are being phased out, surveys indicate, leaving experts in the field concerned that corporations' talk of affecting change was just empty word. DEI roles increased by 55% following <laughs> demands for broader racial equity after justice after Floyd's murder. The Society for Human Resource Management reported in 2022, in 2020. But instead of creating fair opportunities and comfortable work culture of black employees, a pair of recent reports indicate DEI professionals are losing their jobs as layoffs across the economy have gained momentum. The attrition rate of DEI roles was 33% at the end of 2022, compared to 21% for non-DEI roles. Amazon, Applebee's, Twitter lead their way with DEI layoffs since July 2022. Um, the New York, uh, and, and the another survey showed that black employees represent only 3.8% of chief diversity officers overall, with white people making up to 71 point, 76.1% of the roles. What the... <laughs> Hey, let's create a division yeah. at the company well, that fer- focuses on diversity and equity and inclusion, and let's go out and hire the best qualified person for that, and let's just 80% of them be white people. Well, you, I mean, here's the problem. This is a issue because the reality is the representation – Uh, The dynamic that they're trying to promote to the biggest population is only 12% of our population, dude. Okay? They're pandering to try to pander to black people, which is is actually reverse discrimination. Mm -hmm. I don't know why we can't have this conversation, Josh. Why is it that we're so broke up over this, but we we have a disparaging number here of 12% of the population does not represent 100% of us. I mean, that's the elitist point of view, isn't it? I mean, if we really yeah. want to get honest with ourselves, we, we keep wondering why this doesn't work. We keep trying to do this diversity thing. Well, there's just not enough diversity to go around. There really isn't. We, we've plugged every hole we can, and yet it's like, oh, it's not enough. Well, the problem is That's what she the said. NBA, the NFL, and other sports, <laughs> they're all, you know, they're the, the numbers don't support what they say is an irrational number that they're not represented that doesn't make sense. I mean, it's not, it's, we just keep, can't keep having this conversation without being honest about it. I don't know if that's where we want to go with that conversation, but we got to be careful that we, we really have overworked ourselves to make up something, make up for something that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. We're really fools of this. And we wonder why it's being filled by white people because there's just no more. I mean, it really is that way. You have to have qualified personnel. You can't just put bodies in there. It has to, if you're hired because of what's between your legs and what color your skin is and not your talent, you've been lied to. Yeah. And that's a form of discrimination. 
It really is. I mean, we, we can't lie to ourselves anymore about this. Man, I, I always well said. I mean, I've given everybody a chance. Well, but, not everybody. Sorry, I got a little But but here. most people. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll be honest. Oh, Look, man. I'm not going to give everybody a chance. I'm going to judge some people just by looking really? at them. Oh yeah. Absolutely I am. <laughs> but guess what? That's my fucking that's my Jim, that's my fucking right. I know. Do you know what it is we're fighting? We're What's fighting that? our fright and flight. They're telling you to juxtapose your fright and flight by seeing someone who looks like someone who could victimize you or take advantage of you. And they're telling us, don't judge a package by its cover. Well, the problem is that's fright or flight. It's what's naturally built into you. I mean, there are some people you just see, you're like, oh, that person's crazy. And you don't go over and engage them. Why? Because, you know, you just see them and you just go with your gut, right? And that's okay. But when they tell us to go against that and we have to engage the homeless, we have to... I'm like, there's some people out there really crazy, Josh. And I, but I can't have that conversation because that makes me a racist or a, uh, you know, someone that doesn't like homeless people now. And I don't, I mean, that's not it, man. They're, they're making us fight within our own internal wiring. Why is that? Well, it keeps you off balance, right? And then you're the useful idiot who's over there doing nothing when somebody's being shot in the head in St. Louis. That's I how agree. You get there, folks. The guy just happened to be a DEI executive at some company, right? Like, <laughs> no, I'm, I don't know, but I'm just making just shit up. But yeah. but listen, when I said that, I yeah. I would right. I I don't I'm not going to give everybody the same opportunity. Yeah, you know what? If, if if a radical liberal lefty walked in, okay, probably not going to give them the time of day, right? Because I know right off the bat, the energy that's exchanged between me and them, it's just not going to work. It's just, that's just the truth. Right. It's just not going to work. And if it's going to work, that's just going to be very odd and awkward. Yeah. Right. So did you hear about this? Yeah, uh, I mean, that's, but see, but see ahead. how that, see, that's a, good. No, go ahead. no, no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to what you have to say. You, that's. You get to see the judgment of things, right? You, you get to judge, like, I know certain guys, you know, they say they're this, and I'm like, okay, yeah, go try that. I know you're going to migrate over to this. I already see it's going on, blah, blah, blah. But we can't, but we're, that's because of my experience around people. I know what someone's talent is. And so I could tell, right? And, and, I, and I, I cut through all the bullshit time of having them experiment around, and I just lean them towards what they're good at. Mm. That's being a good manager. That's being a good leader is by discerning and seeing that this person says they're a great painter, but in reality, they're a lot better at concrete work. And you have to be able to figure that out. It seems like two different trades, but it really is. It's well, shit, you need to figure that out. Thing, but really Their whole life, else. they haven't been able to realize that. The whole life, they just wanted to be a painter. They wanted to be an artist. True. They worked hard towards it. But guess what? They were better at concrete work, and they never took the opportunity to go outside of their comfort zone to realize yeah. that. Yeah, they limited themselves. They limited themselves. Right? And some of those and people, really, Jim, that's real. some of those people real. become doctors. Yeah. When they should have been, <laughs> when they should have been in construction, oh, they become shit. doctors. 
and, and they yeah. and and they they come out the there and they pu- last in his doctor's yeah. class is still a doctor. And they publish they publish medical reports <laughs> in journals saying that COVID nineteen happened in nature, and that the vaccine is safe and healthy for you yeah. and good for kids. When in actuality, they shouldn't have been doctors. Yeah, they should have been construction workers. Right. That's why whiskey yeah. helps. You know, maybe they would have been a really great pharmacist, but they screwed up and went and been a doctor instead. But a pharmacist, like apothecarius pharmacist, that actually uses natural minerals and vitamins to heal your body as opposed to the petroleum, right? Mm-hmm. What if he really was going to be that person, but he had to depress his dad? You know? I mean, my son's my son is you know great with engines and all this other stuff, and I was a carpenter and I became an engineer. Yep. You know, I, he went his own direction. It's okay. You know. Anyway, dude, Kylie, Josh, we man, look, this is this is great time to be alive. This is the most woke fucking article I've seen in a long time. Why keto and paleo diets. Are the worst popular weight loss fads, according to a study. The this study was done by people who probably should be working in fucking construction and McDonald's lines, other than in medical science research. Okay. <laughs> so right. people right. hoping that uh, shed, okay, according to Tulane University study, those weight loss methods score among the lowest on overall nutrition nutrition quality and among the highest on. Carbon emissions. We suspected that. Yeah, we suspected the negative climate impacts because they're meat centric. But no one had really compared all these diets as they are chosen by individuals instead of prescribed by experts to each other using a common framework. Published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, the study examined six popular diets using the data from the National Health and Nutrition Examination Study. Diets were assigned point values based on federally healthy eating index and average scores were calculated for the 16,000 participants eating. So they used basically the standard American diet, federally healthy eating index. They used the basically standard American diet recommendation. Yep. The keto diet, which, which, you know, obviously celebrities are involved in prioritizes high amounts of fat and low amounts of carbs. The diet was estimated to generate about 6.6 pounds of carbon dioxide for every 1,000 calories consumed. The paleo diet has a carbon footprint of about 5.7. what does carbon dioxide do? It feeds Gro- the plants. Yes, it feeds the freaking plants. <laughs> and then it goes, dude, this is so 5.7 yeah. pounds of carbon dioxide per 1,000 calories for paleo. Vegan diets had the lowest carbon footprint, generally only 1.5 pounds of carbon dioxide per 1,000 calories consumed, less than 25% of the CO2 generated by the keto diet. Pescatarian uh, scored the highest of nutritional quality of the diets analyzed the study found the Avenor diet, eating meats and vegetables, the most common diet consumed by 86% of those surveyed, landed in the middle for quality and sustainability. The study released in 2021 that was backed by the United Nations determined that 34% of greenhouse gas emissions come from the food system, namely food production. Beef was responsible for 8 to 10 times more emission than chicken production and more than 20 times more emission than nut and legume production. But, Jim, what they don't understand is that that CO2 production produces food for plants. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, guys, listen. 
there's CO2 generators in every greenhouse because at the very peak of the, the greenhouse, it's shot out across the top of the greenhouse and it falls on top of the leaves and soaks into the roots. No different than how we all talk about the CO2 doesn't block the sun out. It actually causes these nutrients to go into these plants and they create what we now absorb as CO2. But, you know, I mean, do you know what the earth looked like? We don't know anything. Do you know what the earth looked like with more CO2, Jim? (laughs) Oh, only like 1% more. Wasn't it like 1% or 10% more of CO2? It was like... It was so, lush. It was all a tropical jungle. So the it earth, the, the earth with um, 10 times more CO2 than it has now, which it had in the past, had um, oh, that's what it was. sea levels, high. sea levels right. about, I think it was about 30 to 40 feet higher than they are. Okay. But the planet was lush. Right. There was green everywhere. The reason is, is because plants flourished not only that is there is a higher oxygen content because plants give off oxygen is a byproduct of carbon dioxide production now go into that with one of the theories that you and i have talked about that carbon dioxide used to be in higher concentrations on the planet it wasn't only it wasn't sitting at 19.5 percent or 22 percent but it was sitting at maybe 43 percent or 45 percent because what happens to human beings when carbon or when oxygen levels are increased in the atmosphere they become smarter their their body becomes more efficient they live healthier lives hmm right maybe that's why this whole war on carbon dioxide is happening Maybe that's why the They're whole to keep our lives yeah, short. That's why the whole war on carbon dioxide is happening because they don't want us to get smarter. Yeah. Mm. Evolution, my buddy. I've talked keep about our it. Lives short and our brains young. Yep, the evolutionary cycles. That's what we're talking about here. They're a bunch of. They're a bunch of pricks. You know that they are a bunch of pricks. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I I just can't imagine, man. Can't imagine, Josh. Why would I do that? Why would I want to wake up one morning and go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make everybody's life shorter. Screw them. I'm not going to do that. I'm not that guy. I want everybody to live. I want everybody to be amazing in the body that they're in. The -hmm. body that gravity created. By the way, you wouldn't look like you look unless you were affected by gravity. So gravity sucks and you fight back against that every day. So you struggle every day, which makes you better. So there's a little metaphorical philosophy, you know, one-on-one there. Right. All right. All right, guys. Did we we talk about... um, Go ahead. What? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. Do it. Do it. Oh, what about the ion, the the negative ion uh, being sucked down to the positive uh, charge of the Earth, which is what gravity is? Say that again. Have you heard about that? I've heard about a lot of things. Tell okay, me again. so the negative ionosphere, the negative, the, yeah, so the negative ionosphere, the negative, like, atmosphere we're in, everything above the Earth is a negative charge, and everything is below in the Earth is a positive charge, which then creates gravity. See, gravity is like the wind. We can see the effects of it on the leaves. We can see the effects of it on our hair. But in reality, what it really is is that we are actually, it's the gravity that holds us here is actually the charge between the atmosphere and the earth. Mm, okay. You know, the, uh, the opposites attract thing, like a battery. 
Mm-hmm. So the our atmosphere, what sucks to the earth, is charged in a, in a negative way, and the earth is a positive, and so they draw to each other, like the magnets. And that is gravity. I'm simplifying it down to where people can start that conversation. That makes sense. Right. And now, what is the importance of grounding? Oh, sorry. <sighs> well, grounding is the discharge of the static that's built up throughout your day from your body to the earth, which cannot be measured uh, by uh, any physicist because it happens so fast. And it creates an ionic charge at the cellular level so that you don't have a binding or clotting where you end up having strokes and, and other debilitating arterial disease. You can actually cure your blood pressure and your uh, blood sugars and things like that just by touching the earth or using grounding mats underneath your sheet with sheets where they're grounded to the earth. So or PEMF, PEMF. The, the static effect. Yes, absolutely, man. I mean, the, the poor man's way is put your feet in the dirt, man. Start there. Start your journey by touching the ground. Like I've been looking for a... Shoes and we become more sick and diabetic and cancer ridden. Yeah, I've been looking good. for a good PE, uh, PMF mat. And they're just so damn expensive. They're like 500 bucks just for like the, the, the cheapest ones. And I'm like, man, I'm just going to build my own. And then someone was like, dude, yeah. just go lay on the ground outside. I'm like, well, there's snow on it. It's cold. So... <laughs> I, I definitely want to get one though. I'm definitely getting one. But your cold therapy then. See, you got to do the cold therapy. You go do the snow plunge uh, for three minutes. That'd be that'd be like a, a dip tank, right? Yeah. Doing the brown fat and the uh, protein exchange that happens in cold therapy for three minutes. Yeah. I mean. Well, Jim, you got you how many a, hours you more do of driving? Video testimonial out there. How many more hours of? Uh, Two more hours of driving left. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna send Jim the private Zoom link for Social Red Pill, and Jim can keep you all company on for everybody who joins the after chat on Social Red Pill. I'm pretty sure Jim will just jump in there and just start talking. Um, he has a lot to say, and that's why I love having him on as a co-host yep. and love it, love having him on the show. And we have great conversations. So, Jim, thank you so much for Jim being with me tonight, guys. If you want to, this is what I want you to do. Go on yep. over to socialredpill.com. Go, oh, that's not it. Go on over to social red. I just ended the show. But okay, go on over to socialredpill.com. Once you get here, on the left-hand column, you're going to see feed, discovery, members, and events. At events, you click on that. Events. Social Red Pill Zoom right there. That is the Zoom that most people will be at. I'll be on there in a little while uh, just to say hi. Uh, Jim will be invited there as well. I'll send him the link. But you guys are more than welcome to check it out. Completely free to join. There you go. Patriot of Pisces is sending that link out. Socialredpill.com. Don't forget to go on over to redpills.tv. Subscribe over there and uh, hit that sponsors link. And you can support us by utilizing those great products out of there, whether it's gold or silver or my Patriot Supply. Uh, it's Whiskey Wednesday, so I'm going to have a few glasses of whiskey and, and hang out. i got to go do a few things, but I'll be on the Zoom here in just a little bit. Um, and then tomorrow night we'll be back with you with another episode of the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Much love, respect. I told you things are going to get weird, and this is a great conversation tonight. Thank you so much, Jim Price. You can find him at G- thejimpriceshow.com. Thejimpriceshow.com. That's where to find him. I'm actually going to link him up on my website so you guys can find him a lot easier. That'll probably be the best way to do it, considering he is a co-host on the Dark Delight Show. Uh, but much love, respect. God bless you guys, all of you. <laughs> Have a great night. Take care. We'll see you then. 
Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me eye patch became. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.